couple of announcements before the homily. There's a plenary indulgence attached to those who assist at the first mass of a newly ordained priest available under the usual conditions for you today. And after this mass, both of our newly ordained priests will be available to give you their first blessing. So after mass, if you simply come up to the communion rail here and wait, uh, they'll come and bless you as soon as uh, mass is over. I will follow you, Lord, but let me first say farewell to my family at home. To him, Jesus said, No one who sets a hand to the plow and looks to what was left behind is fit for the kingdom of God. Father Ignatius, this is a challenging gospel to preach about with your family in the front row. But I'll do my best. This disciple today simply wanted to follow Jesus. And he wanted to go home first to say goodbye to his family there. It seems like a reasonable request. But he's instead told that once you've put your hand to the plow, there is no turning back. We hear that foxes have their dens and the birds of the sky have their nests. But we get a plow. It sounds like we're more similar to Elisha's laboring oxen than to the cozy birds and foxes who are getting a better deal in their homes. And furthermore, Elisha gets to burn his plow before he followed Elijah. So why do we have to put our hands to one in the first place? And why are we even talking about plows? A plow is a farming tool which breaks up soil for sowing seeds. And looking closely at Elisha's plow, we see that it's really a remarkable one, drawn as it was by 12 yoke of oxen, that's 24 oxen. It's said that one ox alone can weigh 1,500 to 3,000 pounds and pull an amount equal to or greater than their own weight. And according to these standards, Elisha's oxen together would have weighed nearly three tons, and so would have been able to pull a lot. Alicia's plow would have also been able to break up the hardest soil and so plant many seeds. And scholars tell us that all of this means that Alicia was extremely prosperous, very wealthy, and would have been able to establish his home very firmly on this earth. So burning his plow did not mean he was lazy and tired of that hard work. It didn't mean he would never work again, but it meant that now his work was for God. And this is what the gospel plow is all about. Like the earthly plow, the gospel plow is also meant to break up soil, to plant seeds, but not on this earth there is a seed of incomparable importance that the Savior wants to be planted, that he wants to plant. A seed that he says in his parables is like the very kingdom of God. So is it any wonder that the followers of Jesus who put their hands to the plow and turn back aren't fit for the kingdom of God that they're meant to be planting? Elisha's plow would have been very successful at cultivating 
an earthly kingdom, and it was. But it would have no chance at cultivating a heavenly kingdom, even a plow pulled by 24 strong oxen. Did you notice that before Elisha followed Elijah, the scripture said that he was following the 12th yoke of oxen? A plow, at least an ancient one, had to follow something. What the plow follows gives it its power. And is it an amazing that just before Jesus speaks about putting your hand to the plow, he says, follow me. Yes, Jesus gives us the burden of a plow. But he also promises to be the one laboring to go before it, to draw it forward himself. And this task, Father Ignatius, the Savior now shares with you. Blessed Columba Marmion wrote that it is the priest's sublime function to draw souls to heaven. In the sacred priesthood, the follower and the one who said, follow me, are united now in a most glorious way. On your ordination day, Father, you became an altar Christus. And so you were given a share in Christ's priestly work and power of drawing souls to heaven. By your sacramental ministry, you are pulling plows, the plows of the faithful forward and helping the Lord to plant his kingdom as you go. And when this labor of drawing souls seems too heavy and you feel too weak, remember two things. Firstly, what the scriptures assure you and all priests, that we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every way has been tempted as we are yet without sin. He gets your weakness, Father, and understands it perfectly. But your weakness is not the end of the story. Because secondly, take confidence that Christ has given you his own power. It is by his power that you work. And the Savior is so confident in his power of drawing souls, drawing them forward, that even the weight of every single person and their plow is not too daunting for him. And when I am lifted up from the earth, he said, I will draw all people to myself. The strongest oxen stand in awe of his power, a power he shares with you and which is yours always. For with severe generosity, the Lord has sworn an oath he will not change. You are a priest forever. And if this isn't enough cause for confidence, Our Lady now rejoices to see you receive the gift that she has desired to see you given from your very birth. She always knew this would be the case for you, that the sacred character of her own son's sacred priesthood, the instrument of our salvation, would be given to you. She it was who gave birth to our high priest, 
and indeed she gives birth to true Christian priesthood. She sees in you the priest she bore. She sees in you his ministry and his mysteries at work. And she will continue to supply you with complete maternal support and power to see his ministry fulfilled in you here on earth. Your holy patron, St. Ignatius of Antioch, also rejoices in your ordination day. And the fact that this gospel today was slated for your first mass is really no accident at all. For merely two verses before this gospel, do you remember what our Savior did? He took a child and put him by his side and said to him, said to them, whoever receives this child in my name receives me. And as you have so often reminded me, Father, this child is your patron, St. Ignatius of Antioch, whom the Savior so identified himself with that whoever received that little Ignatius received Jesus. And now the Savior so identifies himself with you and whoever receives you receives Jesus. It became the whole preoccupation of St. Ignatius' life to live united to the one who held him that day, a union made most perfect in his own ordination. And so you and your patron are now united in a most glorious way that you both share the priesthood of Christ. Yes, Drawing souls to heaven is great labor. But with the priestly power of Christ, you have the greatest cause for confidence. He will see you through to the end. You are united to the one who is currently very busy about drawing souls to himself and is very happy to have your help. There are many plows to draw, and you must not turn back and must not must help others also not turn back. Because there's really nothing back there anymore. Our Lord's injunction not to turn back is a generous reminder that he is standing before us, that it's no use turning back anyway. The glorious Savior and his kingdom are right there in front of us. He is drawing us to himself and to his own home. And that's the generous message of today's gospel. And if everyone, if all of our families would follow Jesus, then there would be no one left at home to say goodbye to anyway. We're all on the road to eternity together, and you're leading people there, Father. And you're already doing a great job, because look, you have people who came from your home Montana, they followed you here today. People came from all over California, from Missouri, from New Mexico, from Texas, from Toronto, even from Ethiopia. You're doing a very good job, Father. And everyone returns to their temporary, and when everyone does return to their temporary earthly homes after this, they're still closer to their heavenly one their eternal one, because of God's work in you. So, ultimately, no one need be envious of foxes and birds. 
Yes, they have their nests and their dens, but we are so much better off than any of them, for we have the kingdom of God. <laughs> 